I'm going to give this a few moments for some people to jump on. Let me know as you're jumping on where you're watching from. I think I'm a little bit earlier than normal today. That's 11.52, not that much earlier. So I'm going to give this a couple moments for some people to get on. Let me know that you're watching. I know some watch this live, some watch this later on in the week um, or when they get home from work at night. Also, this is on our YouTube channel as well. I download these and then upload them to our YouTube channel for people to watch too during the week and also our podcast platform. All of our podcast platforms, our daily devotionals are on. I know I haven't been on every day, but uh, some things have gotten away from me the past couple days uh, with different things going on at the church and things like that. But I'm doing my best to get on when I am able to get on to encourage you during this 21 days of prayer and fasting. I think after this 21 days of prayer and fasting is done, I might take a little break from doing this for a couple weeks, but I feel like uh, I'm going to do this more as the year goes on during the week as the Lord puts things in my heart. Uh, just uh, for those that didn't watch this morning's live stream that I put on this morning, I am just excited for uh, what took place yesterday in the house of the Lord. We had an awesome time here at his church. Uh, God moved tremendously. Lives were touched. Uh, people's lives were spoken into. Uh, people came to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. We had a prayer line yesterday. I felt in my spirit that the Lord wanted me to uh, do a prayer line and have people walk through a prayer line and just as they were coming through, lay hands on them. And if the Lord gave me something to specifically pray for that person to do so. And, you know, I said, if there's one, that's fine. If there's 20, that's fine. If it's everybody, that's fine. And whatever God wants to do. And, and I think just about everybody in church yesterday, almost everyone, uh, came through that prayer line in need of a touch from God. And we laid hands and prayed for each and every person. And I'm believing for testimonies of what God is going to continue to do in their lives. And I'm excited for what God did. Uh, we continued the series yesterday on the family. And uh, the you can watch those if you've missed any. This is our second week. Yesterday was our second week into it. Uh, the first week we talked about husbands loving your wives as Christ loved the church. Uh, yesterday we talked about the true context and meaning of wives submitting to your husbands. And uh, it's been a good time. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the next one. Uh, the next one this coming Sunday is going to be... I'm not going to tell you because... I want you to come out and be surprised. Uh, so, but we are going to continue the series on the family. And I believe it's very important that we get our families and our homes in proper order, biblical order, not how the world views it or what the world thinks we should do. Uh, I've said this many times already, and I'll say it again. I feel like the, the enemy's trying so hard to, to ruin the family, the identity of the family, the authority of the family, the different roles of the family. And I believe it's time we take back our families through the word of God and operate our families the way God's word calls us to. It's not culturally correct, but I'm not called to be culturally correct. I'm called to be biblically correct. Um, it's not popular. But I've said this yesterday and I'll say it again. I don't preach and teach for popularity. I preach to bring biblical clarity. And I know that through God's word and us being open to the Holy Spirit, we can get the clarity we need in Scripture, studying to show ourselves approved. Good to see you on, Stacy. Um, 
If you're watching, let me know. I can't tell if you're watching or say hello to you unless you comment. Uh, you used to used to tell me who was watching as soon as they popped on, but it doesn't do that anymore. But Stacy, I see your comment. Good to see you on this morning. So if you have your Bible, I'm going to be in Psalms chapter 1, Psalms chapter 1, verse 1 through 6. And as you can see, I'm continuing the different from the world. And uh, part two today is meditating on God's word. Last time I did a live stream, we talked about making God's word a priority. And today I want to talk about meditating on God's word. So if you have your Bible, I'm going to, like I said, be in Psalms chapter 1, verse 1 through 6. Psalms chapter 1, verse 1 through 6. It says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. Let me read that one more time. Psalms chapter 1, verse 1 through 6. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates, catch that now, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. So specifically, again, let's look at verse one through three. I know I've read it twice already, but let's look at verse 1 through 3. Blessed, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. Being someone who lives different from the world means our choices and our life will look different from the world or should look different from the world. We should stand out. We should be set apart. We should look different from the world. When we choose to live different from the world, our choices are different. Uh, the, what we decide, the decisions we make, how we make decisions are different. Our life will look different than the world. God's word speaks directly to our hearts giving us the hope, encouragement, and wisdom that we need to live a life for Him. Everything we need to live a life for Christ is right here in the Word of God. How we need to make decisions. Everything that we go through, we can find the wisdom, encouragement, and everything we need in the Word of God. In Psalms chapter 1, verse 1, the first verse in what we read the psalmist paints a picture of a blessed life. It says, blessed is the one. One that is different from the world, beginning with these powerful words right here. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. 
Now, this is a very strong reminder, and I've said this many times, even from behind the pulpit and even one-on-one with different people. This is a strong reminder to us who strive to walk in the ways of the Lord. Ready? To choose friends and influences that help us grow in the faith rather than lead us astray. One of the biggest problems I see with people in the church is they think they can just hang out and associate with whoever they want to hang out with or associate with. And I'm not saying we can't be around sinners. Look, there's going to be times when you're around people who don't serve the Lord. But if you're not strong enough to be in that position, do not put yourself in a position that is going to lead you astray. Do not allow people into your close circle that are going to lead you astray and bring you down. We must have friends and influences in our circle of people that are going to help us become who God wants us to be. Now you're saying, Pastor John, so I got some people in my circle that are very discouraging and people that are bringing me down. I'm going to tell you right now, it sounds harsh, but I'm going to tell you this, get them out of your circle. I'm not saying that you you can't see them. I'm not saying that you can't pray for them. I'm not saying when you see them in public that you can't say hello and be friendly, but look, it's very important who you allow in that circle, that close circle. Look, I don't have many people in my close circle, but I make sure that whoever is in my circle, that, that, that circle of friends, that circle of influences, I need to make sure that those people are people that are helping me every step of the way. People I know that if I'm going through something, they'll encourage me, not discourage me. They'll help me elevate to who God wants me to be. They're going to pray for me. They're going to be there for me. We need to make sure we have the proper people in our circle of friends and influences. It's very important. Look, I've seen people go from up here in their relationship with Christ to way down here because of who they allowed themselves to associate with. Look, we're called to love everybody. Don't take this the wrong way. We're called to love everybody, but we're not called to associate with everybody. We're not called to associate with everybody because some people... You're just not strong enough to associate with. Look, if all I did, I'm, a, I, I, I'm the pastor, and if all I did was associate myself with people who did not serve the Lord, and that's the only influence and I had in my life, and that was the only people I hung around, I'm, I guarantee you that I'm not going to be who I'm supposed to be in Christ if all I do is associate and hang out with people that want nothing to do with Christ or people that claim they want things to do with Christ and they want a life with Christ, but do nothing for that to happen. We need to choose friends and influences that help us grow in our faith rather than lead us astray. Look, there might be some people that that you need to cut off. It is okay. Those people might not understand. Those people might be upset. But look, you need to make sure you're doing what's right for you and your relationship with Christ. You need to make decisions that are going to help you not lead you astray. And in those decisions, you might lose some friends that you hang out with. You might even lose some family members that you don't associate all your time with anymore. You still love them. You still pray for them. You still wish God's best for them. But that does not mean you have to associate all your time with those kinds of people. And I know there's people in the church that don't agree with this. I don't care. You watch where you go if you spend all your time with people that are discouraging, people that are negative, people that aren't helping you in the faith, people that are bringing you down in the faith. You just watch. 
But when you hang out with people that, that want to see you grow, when you hang out with people that want to see your faith go to the next level, when you hang out with influences that you're like, man, I want to get to that place in my relationship with Christ. When you put yourself around those kinds of people, I believe God's going to use that and you're going to become someone you never thought you would be when you are around the right people. Yes, Having God in your life is number one, but God uses people and so doesn't the enemy. And you need to make sure the people in your circle are the people that God is using. Amen. I believe somebody needed to hear that this morning or this afternoon or whatever time it is. I believe the key to living a life different from the world isn't in what, isn't in what you avoid but it's in what we pursue. It's not in what you avoid, but it's in what you pursue. Are you pursuing the right things? Are you pursuing the things of God? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things shall be added unto you. We must pursue the things of God first, and then all these things shall be added unto us. It's not in the things you avoid, it's in the things that you pursue. Verse 2 in the scripture we read says this, But those who delight, those whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. When we get ourselves into God's word, when we get ourselves into God's word, we find both delight and direction for our lives. There's many people in the church walking around aimlessly, and they got no idea where they're going, no idea what they're supposed to do. They got no direction for their life because they do not get into the word of God. They do not do what's important to become who God wants them to be. They're not, they don't take delight in the ways of the Lord. And therefore, if they're not getting to God, into God's word, they're not getting direction. We need direction for our life. And the only place we're going to find direction for our life is in the word of God. God's word becomes our compass. It guides our thoughts, our actions, and our choices. Look, you cannot truly be into God's word and make the same choices you always did, have the same actions you always did, and have the same thoughts you always did. If you're truly into the word of God, those things will change. Those things will change. As we meditate on his word, we're reminded of who God is. We're reminded of who God is, how much he loves us, and his awesome plans that he has for our lives. As we meditate on the word of God. Pastor John, what's the result of all this? What is the result if I do this? A life that flourishes. A life that goes places. A life that prospers. If you read Psalms chapter 1 verse 3. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Whatever they do prospers. What an amazing promise. We talked about the promises of God uh, last week, but this is, this is an, also an amazing promise in his word. If we do what God's word tells us to do, whatever we do, we will prosper in. We will succeed. And God doesn't set us up for failure. He sets us up for success. God doesn't set us up to discourage us. He sets us up to encourage us. And he continually raises us higher and higher and higher in the things of God as we make his word a priority. Also meditate on his word and seek direction in the things of God. Not just being hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Just as a tree is planted by flowing streams... 
is nourished and grows strong. So we, as we drink deeply from the well of God's word, from the well of God's word, our lives will bear fruit and our faith will remain steadfast. Steadfast. What should our prayer be? Your prayer should be this. Ask the Lord to help you to continually meditate on his word and to be different from the world. That you may flourish like a tree by flowing streams, bearing fruit in every season, and that you may prosper in whatever you do. Amen. Amen. That's what I have for you today. If you're just jumping on, you can go back and watch from the beginning. Good to see you on, Ed, Rebecca, those that are jumping on now. Uh, if you're just jumping on, you can go back and watch from the beginning. I uh, plan to be back on tomorrow. That is my plan. And I don't know what tomorrow is going to be, but I know we're going to continue this different from the world. So last time we were on, we talked about making God's word a priority. And today is meditating, meditating on the word of God. Good to see you on, Peter. So God bless. I hope to see you on tomorrow when I get on. I'm going to be shooting for around the same time, around noonish, uh, with something else to encourage you for your day. Uh, but remember what I said yesterday, and I'm going to tell you this again. I believe we are in a year of an atmosphere shift, and as you continue through this 21 days of prayer and fasting, be praying for that, uh, that God does whatever he wants to do, that the Holy Spirit moves that his, the atmosphere shift is going to be something like we've never experienced before. And like I said this morning, I believe yesterday was only the beginning of what we're going to experience here at his church. But it's not going to stay here at his church. It's going to flow out of this church into your families, into your homes, into your workplace. And I believe greater things have yet to come. So God bless. Enjoy the rest of your day. And Lord willing, I'll be on tomorrow and we'll see you then. God bless.